Jill, there you are. Well, nice to see you. Nice to see you too. Have a seat. Thank you. Thank you. So you sounded like it was urgent yeah. on the phone. So I made the ranch my first stop, but I am late for the arbitration. Oh, is that today? Yes, Victor, that is today. And I've got to get going, and I'm sure you'd like to cut to the chase anyway, yes? Well, then I have to say my timing is perfect. Glad you're here. It's like you read my mind. Oh, yeah? I was hoping to go over some budgetary issues regarding Newman Media's next quarter. Okay, well, I'm happy to do that. But uh, I was hoping um, we could discuss something else first. Sounds like something's bothering you. Is there anything that I can do to help? Yeah, look. Amanda? Devon? I was surprised to hear that you agreed to come back and represent Chancellor Winters, because I figured you never want to see me again. Well, when Lily reached out to me, it made perfect sense to take this case, since I was instrumental in solidifying the merger in the first place. No one knows the ins and outs better than I do. Except for maybe me and Lily. I don't think now is a time or place for this. No, no, it's OK. See, Devon, you were more about the big picture. I was the one in the trenches, dotting the I's and crossing the T's. But I simply see this as a natural extension of what I was already doing for Jill and Lily. Well, sure, but you know that sometimes the case is about more than just I's and T's, and it's about right and wrong. I couldn't agree more. And about knowing the history and how much time I've put into a company like Hamilton Winters. Oh, I know. Do you not remember all of the long conversations we had about Neil? The fact that you are here touting your history and loyalty is a joke. Joke? So is this like revenge then for you? Don't flatter yourself. I am here to win an arbitration. Having a front row seat to watching you lose, it's just a perk. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Good morning. Everyone's uh, exchanging pleasantries. That's nice to see. Devon, why don't we go inside? Sure. If you want any shot of walking away with your company, you can't let them get under your skin. I, Abby gave me the same advice. I know how to handle myself. Okay, it's just, you seem a little rattled. Clearly, that's part of their strategy. 
Maybe I'm letting them think that they've gotten to me. Then you're doing a good job. Are both sides ready to proceed? We are, Mission. I don't think we are yet. Is we're missing someone important. Is Jill not meant to be here? Why don't you let me speak on our behalf? Miss Winters is here on behalf of Chancellor Winters. These legal proceedings are of the utmost importance to both Miss Winters and Miss Abbott, but they still have a company to run. The massive reach of their conglomerates necessitates that someone be available at nearly all times, but I assure you, Miss Abbott will be joining us as soon as she's able to step away from her professional obligations. Very well. Then let's begin. Audrey, hey. Need around? Uh, I think he's in a meeting. <laughs> Let me guess. With Victoria. I believe so. Um, is everything okay? Honestly, I don't even know. Um, hey, uh, maybe we could have a chat uh, away from this place. You up for a cup of coffee? I think we need to address what happened the other night. I thought that we were pretty clear with one another. Saying everything is fine is one thing, but is it really? Victoria, I don't want what happened to change our work dynamic. And I hope it doesn't alter the trust and comfort we have with one another. Nate, just don't give it any more thought. Really, it bears little to no weight on my end. I hope that's the case. Look, if it would make you feel better, I will willingly admit that I overstepped and I apologize. Apologize if I made you feel uncomfortable. No apologies necessary. Because you wouldn't mean it anyway. Excuse me? You don't feel like you overstepped now, do you? <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> Would you please stop being so cryptic? You have my attention. Ooh, I'm being cryptic now. <laughs> well, to be honest with you, I was surprised to learn that you're willing to go to war with Devon over Hamilton Winters. Why would that surprise you? It'll put Lily against her brother. Look, if there had been a more amicable option, I would have taken it. You of all people know there isn't always one. And when you're dealing with family, things can turn very ugly. Only too true. I take no pleasure in this battle. Sam, I can already see the emotional toll it's taking on Lily and Devon. But he accepted this merger with the full knowledge that I would retain the majority interest in Chancellor Winters. And as open as I am to listening to other people's opinion, in the end, the decision's mine. Really? And I like the company the way it is. Now, you must remember that I do understand that you have a certain vision for your company. As you should, you're the decision maker. Mm -hmm. Let me ask you, how do you think Catherine would feel if she realized you drew a very hard line with Devon. I mean, Devon is her grandson. You're playing the Catherine card, aren't you? Look, 
Catherine had a lot of opinions, a lot of opinions about a lot of things, and most of them I did not agree with. But make no mistake, there are times when I miss her like crazy. Yep. What I don't miss is when she harped at me on how to run the company all the time. She and I can discuss that in the afterlife. <laughs> well, that's fair enough. Just so you know, Lily and I did try to come to an agreement with Devon. Okay, we offered him a really, really generous settlement. We offered to let him retain the Hamilton Winters name, but he shot all that down. He's trying to make some sort of a point. I don't think it can be made in the time he has left. The trouble is, he's playing with a really weak hand. I mean, he's got the emotion and the sentiment, but he has no legal standing. Yeah, you're correct about all of that, I think. However, I think your personal relationship with him is going to suffer some damage, and that would be a shame, you know? I mean, I asked you to come here, knowing full well what the complications can be. But instead of a lawsuit and all those legal entanglements and hostilities, I'm willing to offer you an alternative. Hamilton Winters was founded on one core principle, family. Created by Neil Winters and his son, Devon, it was the culmination of familial love and devotion. Neil and his wife, Drew, adopted Devon when he was a teenager and brought him into their loving home and helped mold him into the successful man he is today. The company they started and built grew was and continues to be a shining symbol of Neil's legacy, a living monument of a man who wanted to become a father, a son who loved him, and the importance of family. Unfortunately, it's that sentiment that Miss Abbott and Miss Winters preyed upon when they convinced Mr. Hamilton to merge Hamilton Winters with Chancellor Industries. They used Devon's deep regard for family bonds, the role that Neil played in his and his sister's lives, and they coerced him into merging. And their argument? To create a family-run company that would make Neil proud. Well, shortly after they convinced him to merge, Miss Abbott and Miss Winters insisted on opening up the company to an IPO. Okay, so that's taking a family-run company and letting in outside money and influence, taking the power out of their hands and putting it into others. Immediately, Devon objected to this, and after multiple attempts to try and stop the IPO and amicably dissolve the merger, Ms. Abbott and Ms. Winters uh, flexed their collective muscle and made it very clear they had no intention of bringing this dream that they sold to Devon to fruition. You see, my client's not asking for money or stock or some sort of windfall. All he is asking for is to walk away with the company that he and his father created. I hope you don't think I'm jealous or insecure because trust me, I'm not. No, I'm, I don't think you are. It's just I'm struggling with the amount of time Nate is spending at work. 
Well, a business like Newman Media, the demands are intense. Which I completely understand. But I think you have some legitimate questions about what's going on between Nate and Victoria. You do. It's probably not my place to say anything, but I'm a little troubled by it. I understand that Nate and Victoria have a tight working relationship. He's always been good in groups. That's part of what's made him such a great surgeon, his ability to flow with all the people around him. I don't want to cross any lines, Elena, you know, or cause any issues in your relationship with Nate, but I think, um, just say it. Well, I think maybe Nate and Victoria's relationship is a little deep. But this could also just be me talking from my own biased point of view because sometimes I feel a little out of the loop. But at times, you know, it just doesn't feel like a normal employer-employee dynamic. In what way? Well, they're together constantly. And I'm sure that's, that's great for Nate. I'm sure he's learning a lot. But I'm not sure they're always focused on the business at hand. So what are you saying? There's something more going on? I'm sensing there's a lot more. We're adults. Clearly, there is a chemistry between us. And would I have liked to have explored that chemistry and how explosive it might be? Yes, that's why I invited you to my hotel suite. But I understand that we're in two different situations. I, I have a certain freedom that you don't currently have. I'm a single woman. I saw something interesting, and I acted on it. Oh, yeah, you did. You made your choice. I respect that. OK. I'll just assume you mean that. We are smart, sophisticated, successful. I'm sure that we can control ourselves somehow. This attraction that we have for each other, I mean, it doesn't have to be acted on, right? No matter how powerful it is. It's difficult to hear, I know. It is, but I appreciate your honesty. So what, you think they're having an affair? Well, I'm not sure if anything physical has happened. But if not, I sense it's heading in that direction. But I know you're probably skeptical. I'm just telling you what I've seen. No, I don't doubt it. I just don't know what to do with this information. It doesn't make sense to me. Yes, Nate and I struggled last year, but we also fought really hard to get through it, so I don't see why he would jeopardize us. Some men are just like that. Yeah, you know, when we first got together, we were both in relationships. 
that's concerning. <laughs> yeah, I guess it is, but we are adults and we made a choice. Now I guess I have a choice to make. What, do I just wait to catch them in the act? Do I trust Nate when he says nothing's going on or what, do I fight for him? That's a decision you're gonna have to make. But if you're asking for my opinion, like I'm not one to sit back and do nothing. I'm guessing you're the same way. Well, yeah, I'm willing to fight for my relationship, but what makes this difficult is Nate loves his job. He's so passionate about it. And Victoria is a part of that. So she has him right where she wants him. I may have an idea that could change up the status quo in a way that helps you. Now, Jill, I think I know why Devon is so adamant about getting Hammond with us back. Yes, he misses his autonomy. That's one of the reasons. The other reason is that he's worried about you wanting to take that company public. Look, he can blame the IPO all he wants, but at best, that was the last straw for him. Come on. You and I know what it means when you take a company public. That means you invite all kinds of strangers who are shareholders, who interfere in your decision-making process. If that's the reason Devon wants Hamilton Winters back, I understand him, okay? I have a feeling you didn't think this through. You said you had an alternative for me? Right. Is that it? That I don't know what I'm doing? Oh, whoa, whoa, there's no reason to get defensive, okay? I think you will like what I have to propose. There is no doubt that the work that Mr. Hamilton put into building Hamilton Winters along with his late father was admirable. The success of the company was a large part of why my clients proposed the merger in the first place. That being said, the reasons behind why Mr. Hamilton decided to merge his company with Chancellor Industries are irrelevant. Whatever he claims was implied to him during private conversations are not germane to these proceedings. He entered into a contractual agreement, period. And nowhere in that contract was there a promise that the newly merged company would remain private throughout its tenure. Effectively, he has come to arbitration to request that the courts assist him in a breach of contract. He wants to break the agreement that he entered into of his own volition. He wants to break his promise. He doesn't want to hold up his end of the bargain. He wants to throw it all away. But in doing so, he may potentially cause irreparable damage to the existing company. Whenever I start a new job, I always do my research, which means I've done a deep dive into Victoria's life. That woman has led a colorful life. No lack of romantic partners, to put it politely. Did you follow the drama with her last husband, uh, Ashlyn Locke? Yeah. He and Nate used to be close. Really? I'm not sure I want that guy as a friend. Nate found out pretty quickly that he was manipulating him. <laughs> yeah, that, that man was a piece of work. Seems like Victoria's married a few of those. 
including uh, Billy Abbott more than once. But apparently, um, she had one former partner with a particularly interesting story. From what I've learned, he may have been the love of her life. You know, they, they break up, reunite, and so on. And then one day, he disappeared. He was gone for a really long time. And when he came back, he changed. He was um, violent, dangerous. Are you talking about JT Hellstrom? The foundation of the contract between Chancellor Industries and Hamilton Winters was based on fairness for all parties involved. Because Jill Abbott was given the largest stake in the merged company, other terms were put in that were more favorable to Mr. Hamilton. This was the compromise that both parties agreed to. In fact, I personally reviewed the documents for Mr. Hamilton during various stages of the merger. I found the terms to be quite fair to him. Initially, I was not formal counsel for either party, so I could view things with an impartial eye. And nowhere did I see terms that were purely one-sided, without a caveat to level the balance. Nothing has changed throughout the process, except for Mr. Hamilton's desires. Now that he wants to move in a new direction, he's regretting the deal that he signed, calling foul and pointing his fingers at my clients. You're not allowed to do that. You're not allowed to change the rules in the middle of the game. It's not the way business works or life. And no amount of emotionally charged accusation is gonna change the reality. There's only one person guilty of breaking the Chancellor Winters agreement, and that person is you. We knew it was gonna be like this, just keep it together. <laughs> okay. Would anybody mind if we took a recess? Uh. Perhaps on our lunch. Okay. Well, look, I don't know what you're offering me, but there is one thing I want you to know that this IPO was not unvetted nor impulsive on my part, and I don't appreciate the insinuation. I didn't mean to imply any wrongdoing on your part, okay? But I've known you long enough and know you well enough to know that you share one characteristic of all moguls. You want to keep control. I care about the bottom line and the health of my company. Yes. Now, for your information, I have often thought, well, not often, but sometimes thought, of taking Newman public. But the notion of shareholders coming in, strangers coming in, interfering with my decision-making process to hell with it, okay? Unless, of course, unless I needed the money. And a public offering brings an influx of capital. And I suspect that this is what it's all about, right? Well, business is about making money. But there are more creative ways of raising funds, you know? Not an IPO. Keep all the shareholders all the strainers away. I will allow you and Devon to maintain control of the company. I am aware of the other options. Okay, could you be more specific? I'm talking about private investor who would stay out of any decision-making process that you and Devon would be involved in. And they would guarantee that in writing. 
And I assume you have someone in mind. You're exactly right, JT Hellstrom. Did you know him? No, but I did hear a lot of stories about when he came to town. Everyone thought he was dead. But when he returned, something was off. He ended up almost killing Victoria, Nikki, and Sharon. And when all was said and done, they actually found out that JT had a brain tumor. So that was the reason he was spiraling, and it actually wasn't his fault. That's obviously awful for all involved. But maybe with your medical background, JT might be an interesting case study. Yeah, maybe in a purely medical sense. But I don't see what that has to do with Nate and Victoria. Well, I did my research into JT as well. It turns out he was released from prison. He's just avoided Genoa City since he's been out. And I was thinking, someone like JT deserves to have his story told. And that's when it occurred to me. But in his life, make an interesting story on your medical podcast. Thanks. So, this case is going as well as expected. How are you feeling? I don't know, feeling torn. I feel like the way that we're going about this is causing Devon a lot of pain. You want to win, right? Yeah, of course I want to win, but I don't want to hurt him in the process. And I don't know, I feel like you are attacking him professionally and personally. It's my job to use all ammunition in my arsenal. If my mere presence is putting him off balance, so be it. Lily, I understand that you are conflicted, but just remember, Devon brought this on himself. You think I should bring JT to town to interview him about his medical history? For a few reasons. One, it would be the perfect way to kickstart the reboot of your medical podcast at Newman Media. I mean, what's splashier than bringing back Genoa City's long-lost prodigal son? You know, give him the opportunity to clear the air, explain what he's been through, and publicly make amends. No, I don't want to exploit anyone for ratings. Right, but the reason why people would listen is because it would be healing for everyone. So we'd be doing a good thing. Yeah, I guess, if it were done respectfully. Yeah, and it would give you the opportunity to work directly with Nate. Wasn't that part of the reason why you and Nate decided to bring the podcast back to Newman? Yeah, that right? was the driving force of reinstating my contract at Newman. And as a final bonus, and I'm not making any promises here, but if you look into JT's story, who knows? It might have an impact on Victoria. Maybe a love like theirs never really dies. Newman Media's growth looks good over the next quarter, but uh, there's going to be a low cash flow due to all of the recent acquisitions that we've made. I'm confident the buyers will be paying off soon. Oh, I agree, but we just need to find a way to increase the revenues to offset the money that we've spent. Okay. Um, I'll go over the budget line by line. <laughs> That's why I called this meeting. Right. Is there some kind of problem? 
<sighs> I'm sorry. I am having trouble focusing this morning. Lily and Devon's arbitration hearing started today. I heard. I know how you want it to play out because of the way it may affect your play for McCall, but for me, either way it goes, I am very worried about my cousins. I still wish there was something more I could do for them. Thank you. Again, Christine, I'm sorry. I know I shouldn't have done that. Called a recess? That's your lawyer's job. I apologize. I do. I just it came out before I knew what I was saying. Well, we had prepared for that sort of approach from them. Believe me, I know we did. It's just, it's really different to see Amanda in person and see that she's clearly enjoying this opportunity to go after me. And Lily's letting her take shots below the belt. So it's a whole lot. I understand. You're frustrated. But you have to maintain your composure. Their strategy is working because you're letting it. I'm aware. It's, it's a lot harder than I thought. Sitting back and not saying anything when the attacks are personal. And I know that Amanda doesn't care about what she's saying or the contracts. She just literally wants to watch everything that I've built burn to the ground. I empathize with you. And I know you need to vent your feelings, but do that here with me at society, not at arbitration. You can't explode in there. That would be giving Lily and Amanda exactly what they want. Plus, it could hurt our case because the arbitrator could look at this entire lawsuit as an irrational, selfish move that they're claiming it is. Well, yeah, I didn't even think about the arbitrator. Did you get a read on her? Like, is it, is it bad? I admit, the idea of shifting Victoria's attention away from Nate is tempting. And of course, I would love to work with Nate again, producing the podcast. It would be a win-win for everyone, or almost everyone. I also love the idea of bringing awareness to the effects that a brain tumor can have on one's conscious or unconscious thought processes. I think it's valuable to have someone who's been negatively affected talk about their experience. That way we'd be educating people and rebuilding relationships. That's exactly what I'm saying. But there is a downside. What you're saying in totality is just wrong. Toying with people's emotions and making them relive traumas just so Victoria can stop trying to steal my boyfriend. That's not really a game I want to play. I, I never meant to imply anything like that. Uh, but you're absolutely right. All of that should stay in the past. The painful parts, as well as the romance. Yeah. Well, thank you for your insight. And I appreciate the conversation. And even though a JT podcast is off the table, you have given me a lot to think about. Absolutely. Uh, whatever I can do to help. Despite our disagreement about the Chancellor Winter's arbitration outcome, I get why you want to make things right in your family. I mean, I wanted the same thing for mine. And having my parents working here with me at Newman and convincing Nick to come back to the company, I consider that one of my greatest successes of late. 
There's something very powerful about having your family together, united and working towards the same goal. Yeah, there is. Unfortunately, it didn't work out for us. And I take my heavy share of the blame for that. Well, I'm impressed that you're taking responsibility and that you're making amends for what you did. I am. And I... I really, truly hope that you can heal this rift in your family, Nate. I hope so, too. You know, I've been with some very unscrupulous people romantically. So your moral compass is a really nice change of pace. Even though we're not together? Right. You know, core values are also very admirable in business. You shouldn't feel guilty about how things unravel between Devon and Lily. You really shouldn't. That didn't happen in a vacuum. You were provoked. You should try to cut yourself some slack. I appreciate you saying that. But I think you're the only one who feels that way. I'm just not sure if this is the right way to go about it. But it is the best way to win. Devon is trying to destroy everything that you accomplished. Everything that you worked so hard to achieve. I mean, how many nights did you spend alone at the office, especially after both COOs left? Was Devon working with the same level of commitment towards building and fortifying Chancellor Winters? Absolutely not. It's funny, Daniel said the exact same thing to me earlier. He said that I have every right to try to preserve the company as is. Lily, everyone who cares about you knows that you deserve this. And Devon is trying to rip it away for purely selfish reasons. The way he ripped apart everything you and he had? Yes. And yes, I am using our relationship to my advantage. To our advantage. If he's flustered by that, so be it. Maybe he should have thought about the consequences of his actions before he cheated on me. Amanda, this should not be about you getting back at him. No, it should not. It should be about you keeping your company intact. And I told you that I would do everything to make sure that that happened. You agreed to my methods. It's really too late to back down now. I don't know. You may have some ambivalence, but you have to let me work my way. This is where I excel, where I thrive. I understand that you may be torn, but Jill is not. She wants Chancellor Winters to stay intact, and I intend to deliver. Now, you're right in assuming that Devon is playing with a weak hand at this shoot, you know. I think you'll win. And you want him to win? Well, yeah, because if Devon keeps on this path, then he will destroy the company that he and his father, Neil, built. And I can't allow that to happen, if only for Neil's sake. So it's about Neil. And Devon. Now that Devon is more intimately involved in Abby's life and my grandson's life, I want to make sure that Neil's legacy passes through his son onto my grandson. And you would be willing? Willing to offer you the money that you think Chancellor deserves.
Join us again for The Young and the Restless.